0: Tommy the scapegoat. Not a lady of the night. I was a lady of the morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a whore of the morning. A whore of the morning.
0: It's too true. Why did I not call Yeah, I'm not a, You're not a lady it? of I'm the not night.
1: A, You're a whore of the morning. A whore
0: of the morning. <laughs>
1: Or a bitch of the afternoon.
0: You know? <laughs> I could be, I could be <laughs> whatever you want me to be. <laughs> hey there, and welcome to episode 24 of Davi the Scapegoat. I'm Davi, and this is Comfort Human number one, Blair Kerman's right here in the building.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: It's good to see you again, sir. And hey Davi. How's it going? It's been a whole five minutes since I saw you. <laughs> Because uh, we work together, live together, and sleep together, and do all the things together now.
1: It's such a long five minutes, right? We are just yeah. one.
0: Yeah, wasn't it nice? It was so No, I'm happy to see you again, because um, it's Thanksgiving. And i tell you what, the thing I'm most thankful for this year is my comfort humans, and you were the one that invented the phrase. I remember describing you as my comfort human on air for like years Mm -hmm. because i was i remember using it as a little descriptor on the side for you maybe in my old podcast and then yeah on on the morning show and then i remember it becoming a more official um like people tweeted it and they Mm -hmm. were like i love that that's what my husband is for me and it was uh when i went to a work trip disney this past year Mm -hmm. and you you went to visit your parents, but you also surprised me in Orlando, and you came out for that Sunday, which is usually just a day of rest for my voice because I lose my voice screaming on the rides, but you showed up. And we did around the world of Epcot and you didn't make me talk or anything. You just took me out and fed me. Did I actually
1: use the term comfort human or did you come up with the term? I came up with it
0: because it was so nice to have you out there and it brought me a lot of comfort.
1: I was the first and I'm still number one. Yeah.
0: It's always hard for me to travel by myself or really to do anything by myself. Um, Like Mm. you and Dedrick and a few other people on the podcast have made clear. Um, most everything that gets done via me is by you. Wait a second <laughs> like, wait a second
1: yeah. i've now Dedrick has said that a couple of times i don't I don't say that
0: you um you just make it clear. <laughs>
1: By, by my actions. By your existence and your
0: actions and your, your you know, truthful storytelling. Um, but, yeah, I remember talking to Dedrick about how, yeah, we're doing the podcast I'm self-employed, but I think I could also get a job being an animal transporter. And he's like, that sounds like a lot of work for Blair. <laughs> he does like, cra- crack me up
1: when he says that stuff. But Yeah, but you know. he
0: knows what he's doing. Yeah. But yes. um, This is
1: why you don't have a bearded dragon, Davi. Do we need to revisit the whole lizard lawyer debate? I-
0: And everybody keeps bringing that up. See, that's because it won't
1: be your bearded dragon. It will be my bearded dragon, and I will be the one taking care of all the husbandry and so forth. I have accepted this. Okay.
0: I got over it. Also, I realized how. much My husbandry eat. is at a zenith. My, Your husbandry. <laughs> you have reached a fever pitch in the husbandry. Um, I realized they're quite needy. They eat a lot, like more than your chameleon, and so that's a, an expense. So it became something that we could no longer afford, I think. But it has come up in the little Kremlin's Discord that uh, lizard lawyer needs to revisit the claim of... Unjust pet mm. ownership.
1: <laughs> unjust. <laughs> the, what, w- it maybe was decided. That be an among, appeal <laughs> among a jury of our peers. It was decided that David did not did not deserve a dragon. Yeah. And it was. It's <laughs> true. And
0: the, you know what? <laughs> it was obvious. I don't want to reopen that case. It was, <laughs> it was accurate. Was, this was like, <laughs> I'm as guilty as. It is not the time.
1: There is. <laughs> we, we, as we, we we're leaving. I, I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we are leaving tomorrow for uh, a very, very auspicious occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dahlia's sister, Bliss, is getting married to Rafał mm-hmm. um a fine uh, a Philadelphian from Poland, and I am going to be the minister of such affairs. Now,
0: not as the lizard lawyer, like you're going to be regular well, Blair, right? who knows? Oh, God. I, I, <laughs> they are one and the same.
1: <laughs> but the the oh, amount geez. of uh, reservations and uh, predetermined uh uh, uh prenotations. <laughs> i just made that up that is not <laughs> a
0: word <laughs> i was like hold the fucking phone <laughs> that is not
1: <laughs> that was like lizard lawyer meets italian because yeah, cuz it. italian is a, a, a prenotare prenotare Days. and i just made up a word prenotociations
0: <laughs> <laughs> i bet it means something
1: <laughs> um the amount of work that went into acquiring all the proper homestead and boarding for our animals was quite enough for me to not want to achieve that for one more living being. At this time, it is just not the right, uh, the right year for us to uh, to deal with another person in the house, another human, another life, another heartbeat.
0: Any kind of mm-hmm. yeah, new new life right now. Um, mm-hmm. We're just trying to keep these ones alive. We're doing a pretty good job. yeah,
1: we're doing a great job. You're doing a great mm-hmm. job and yes.
0: nobody's killed anybody yet it's going really great and the plants are alive The plants are somehow alive. We even got a new one for Halloween, which we mm-hmm. haven't named yet
1: a mm-hmm. oh, Wednesday. I named it Wednesday. Wednesday? Oh, okay,
0: mm. that's adorable, Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's Beautiful. purple.
1: It's a dark purple color. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, now we are we have shifted out of our creepiness and our Halloween show and all of those and so things. So say are, are, you. i sticking with
1: it. I'm not <laughs> observing any other holidays. I'm going to to celebrate Halloween until February.
0: I've moved on to to the <laughs> being grateful because oh, okay. we are about to take a trip that we've been looking forward to mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. and we're going to go and see family. Um I'm thankful we're going to see family. I'm thankful that I'm getting a new brother. Mm. You're you're getting a new brother. I'm getting a brother. And and Ralph. Yeah. And that's so when everyone is listening to this and gearing up for their Thanksgiving dinners for time spent with their families and all the things to be grateful for, we'll be getting some new family members and we'll be in Florida celebrating those new people. So I was just feeling really sentimental Mm -hmm. of the year we've had and the shifts and the things to be grateful for. So I thought it would be cool for us to uh, bust out a little episode today in honor of Thanksgiving of what we're most grateful for. And I'll start it with I'm grateful that everybody won and I I didn't get the bearded dragon because it's just the best it's for the best for all parties involved. Oh, <laughs> like that But I still like looking at pictures of They're them, really and I cool. still want a little citrus colored yes. little one. Yeah. One day it'll one it'll day. get there because I Davi deserves a dragon and one day that day will happen. Davi does that day deserve is not, a dragon. Yeah. But
1: deserving and needing and, and and being able to manage one are, are three different things.
0: <laughs> yes. But uh, and that was going off script. So I actually okay. did uh, collect what a few things I was grateful for. So you for. have more written, yes. written so, thankfulness. Number one is I'm very grateful for 112 beautiful mornings of waking up slow with mm-hmm. you and our dogs instead of rushing out the door <laughs> oh, yeah. before the sun is oh, yeah. even awake yet and while the roosters are still, you know, mm-hmm. warm and 112? 112. 112. I counted, 112 days. Uh, only, that's only weekdays. That's only mm-hmm. work days, sure. so I didn't count weekends. Mm-hmm. But that's 112 what would be Monday through Friday work days mm-hmm. of me running out the door. And then I should have counted weekends because a lot of the times I had events and stuff to sure. go to for work.
1: Well, and, and on the weekends you also had assignments to prepare for the, the following, following week.
0: week. It's been really lovely to wake up slow with you because yeah. i think that has been such a you know shift in our routine and I don't think it was a bad one like to slow down a little no, bit. No,
1: it hasn't been bad. And there's a lot less of uh, me waking up at like 5 o'clock to hearing you say, God, I'm such an asshole. God, I'm an what asshole. What the fuck? What the fuck? I, I need to get what? my shit together.
0: I need to get my shit together. And why? Why was I saying it? Because, because my my hair was curling like whoop. Because you <laughs> like, can't get your hair right. Instead of like doop.
1: yeah. Or, <laughs> she <laughs> was going There whoop. was whooping instead of duping. <laughs> so the, the The socks weren't right. You couldn't get the 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 dress off the hanger in in point five seconds. Listen. It took actually three seconds instead, and you're like no, already running late. You
0: know what it is? It's when you pull a hanger and a dress out. You're like, this is what I want, and you pull it out, mm-hmm. but somehow like a sleeve and a collar gets caught on other things. Yeah. So you like pull out the one thing, but then there's like it's like you're. It's like your closet just hocked a loogie on you. Like just clothes, fl- everything's all caught up, and you're like, Jesus Christ, why? Like why does that happen? I know, I know. And and it makes you want to like Marie Kondo your life. I'm gonna get rid of everything. I'm gonna wear nothing but black shirts. turtlenecks. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna Steve Elizabeth Jobs this Elizabeth Holmes, shit. yeah, like which one? <laughs> or, <laughs> <the> Is <laughs> the other that one? the one?
1: The other, the chick that. The, the, What's uh, the one
0: that wanted to be Steve Jobs? Yeah,
1: I think it was Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the Blood Machine lady. <laughs>
0: blood Machine mm-hmm. lady, blood. The drop, drop, bl- blood. drop of blood. The drop of blood, mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Um. Ther. Theranos. Theranos. Yeah. Yeah, I she always ran tried Theranos. to say Obsessed. I run thermos. <laughs> Just need to drop a blue in my thermos. In my thermos. (laughs) You were like, you haven't
1: been listening to that show at
0: all. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. Amanda Seaford's eyes are just so big.
1: (laughs) Okay, um, what are you grateful for? I'm thankful for being among so many talented musicians and people who believe in each other and and believe in each other's talents and honestly make each other... um, Better artists,
0: they really do.
1: We had that experience a couple weeks back at the Halloween show at City Winery, and uh, everybody was so great and put and and put their their talent out there on stage with us. You know, we organized this thing, and oh my god, and we no got, fear! We got, we got so many awesome people just to 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 jump on stage with us from you know all areas of the country and all, all walks all of life, all, yeah, all, all, all different of life, kind all kinds of talents, of ta- yeah.
0: and, and to just like and, collaborate fearlessly. Um, and
1: and the, and the musicians in my band who, who loved the idea, it wasn't a very typical Blair Crimmins and the Hookers show by any means, we had to learn some new stuff that we would normally never play. Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody was 100% into it and and excited and and played the part of the house band really, really well. We realized what we were asking was silliness and
0: everybody was down to clown Mm -hmm. and that's what I appreciate is I think I've been, in film and radio, even sometimes in comedy, like nobody can just compliment any anymore. Right. It's all about the competitiveness. Yeah, and people are almost That's you know exactly you, you can I'm say hey about. here's an idea for you know maybe play it this way or have you thought about like giving that an extra beat or something mm. and for people to be like don't tell me how to do my job sure. like that can be like a real it's so such a yeah. wet blanket on art. And what I thought was so cool about this is how everybody was just actively go, like go yes-anding each other. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's try that. You know what would be cool? Like now that we tried that, here's what mm-hmm. I think would make it even better. And then it, like, we just created the most glorious stew. Mm-hmm. Or like a ramen. Everybody yeah. loves a ramen, a right? Ramen. But it's not so my, eclectic, my, yeah. but all comes together and and into this everybody's gorgeous.
1: Making each other. everybody's making each other better and better. helping each other shine. And that's because what we were doing was actually a... And I don't mean to sound so pretentious, but what we did was actually a work of art. It was, was a production and, and 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 what you were doing before with all these competitive people was just fighting for attention.
0: I don't yeah, and i and I was all and I always thought it was about like like in basketball where you just run drills and you're throwing mm-hmm. the ball back and forth like that's what I've always seen it as. Mm-hmm. but I think um other people are just like. Why would I waste time with y'all when I could just be shooting? Right. And like I said, it's happened in all different industries where you get scared to throw out an idea because Mm -hmm. you think someone's going to see your enthusiasm as trying to take over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I even saw people on the show who were like, I invited someone on my podcast and now he's all like... Sending me text like ideas for the podcast, and I'm like, uh, oh, slow your right. roll, yeah, you better that. take a step back. Yeah. You're trying to, and I'm like, I don't, I My do too. that kind of shit all the time. And now mm. I'm really rethinking being excited about stuff and yeah, how some people every... see that enthusiasm as uh, that it's overzealous mm-hmm. or annoying or something. So I was just happy that we went into this atmosphere where I was really like uneasy with how to approach Mm -hmm. delegating and also um like asking for feedback when people are so apprehensive Mm -hmm. about that because of different dynamics I mean I told you about camp with uh fuckface from Cosby show Mm -hmm. and how he was like heard me like advising another actor which I know is not you're not supposed to do that but we were like kids right you know and he got so angry Do you want to tell
1: that story now because for anybody that, that okay. isn't up to date dude that plays have...
0: alvin on the cosby show i can't remember <laughs> Je- jeffrey owens gregory owens Jeff- I don't... jeffrey owens sounds right jeffrey owens mm-hmm. was uh i went to broadway camp and we did this like two-week camp and then we had a performance at the end with a quote celebrity and i always thought it was gonna be like sarah mm-hmm. michelle gellar or something i was like is fucking buffy gonna come mm-hmm. to broadway camp you know not taking into account she's not really known for her singing um but Jeffrey Owens showed up and I was like who like I did not fucking know because I was 15 or 16 um and then like some kid was getting he was you know voice warbling like about to cry like while we were practicing and I was like Hey, have you ever like been on the playground? And you're just trying to get everybody's attention, mm-hmm. and I was like, just do it like that. Like, just, mm-hmm. you, you, I was like, you got to try to get that guy in the back of the him room's advice. attention. Yeah, like just about projecting because right. this is like a, a six-year-old that had never, like, he's only cried and screamed. Need <laughs> like, some help. he didn't know how to like make words. Right, he was shy. Yeah. with making the words to be with and delivering the lines. So how are you going to get him to like confidently project it? So I was just trying to like give him a imaginary dynamic mm-hmm. to try to get his voice to the back of a room and he was like just really excited that one of like the slightly older cool kids was talking yeah, to him it probably and he, meant the
1: world to him that some old, that a, you know especially yeah. an older girl was then, talking to him Yeah,
0: yeah and then older Jeffrey Owens got in my fucking face <laughs> yeah. and I was like I'm sorry, you're a lot bigger than me. He said, "He this said I'm insane. the
1: director. You don't give people directions." And, and I'm the yeah. director. Yeah. You are
0: not the director here, yeah. right? And you, yeah. It was and this in whole his th-
1: mind, he's thinking he's giving you a valuable lesson—a lesson about learning your place in the the totem of of acting. But it was you know, a lesson, it, all right. Probably it stuck with me. It was probably a little much.
0: So all this free time spent with real family and our true friends, mm-hmm. and a lot less time spent at therapy. <laughs> Because it turns out the only reason I was in therapy was to learn how to deal with the three people that were faking <laughs> going to therapy, <laughs> and that saves you a lot of money. So I'm like, yeah, feeling a lot better. I have, I'm saving money. I'm doing so well. It's going so great, and I'm That's grateful awesome. for that.
1: That's great. I like that. <laughs> I and have. I, I. I'm trying to think of one of the last things that was said on the show is about your therapist saying that. You know, you really put up with a lot of stuff, or something like that. What she was the said, quote?
0: "I she said I dealt with suffering well."
1: That you dealt with suffering well, and, and then somebody like... on the show automatically knew that you were talking about them, <laughs> and and the way that they the way that they announced that they were, they were like, "I feel I feel sorry for her because she's so you know she's so bad," and to make it sound like I'm doing her you a favor. had yeah, I'm doing her a favor, and you had a problem. No, you guys, I'll fire her. That'll help. You treat people like. Like dirt, (laughs) so no wonder, no wonder everybody, everybody there has got to be in therapy or at least Mm. say that they're in therapy.
0: And I mean, that was brought up during a a story about my past, and Mm. she was just like, "You see how that stuff's conditioned you Mm -hmm. to be good at suffering and like, right? So, you know, these these uh, you know habits and and things and fidgeting and all of these things that you have to do to deal like. You should appreciate them more. So, honestly, that's another thing I'm thankful for yeah. is the way that I have taught myself to adapt um, to those kind of like tense situations and yeah, like being you know resilient, if you will, to that kind you of got stuff. It, baby. So that's another thankful thing. Yeah,
1: I'm thankful for our supporters, hmm. our um, supporters and music. My supporters and music and for. The supporters of Davi, because um those supporters for you are supporting us like and and the music the people that support my music are also supporting us because you know we're married or whatever Yep. um so, so we're very thankful for all the people that have like kept kept up with both of our careers and made a um a real effort to seek us out and follow what we're doing. It's really awesome, yeah, can't do it without you
0: no. I'm thankful for all the comfort humans like Cairo stopping by to tell his his story and mm-hmm. hanging out with Brian Moot again, having Moot come on the show, Ryan Lil coming on the show, all the different comfort humans. You, mm-hmm. it's been great, but most of the thanks goes to the little Kremlins, our listeners. Absolutely, those are our friends. Those are our people, and all of the new little Kremlins that we've gathered along the way, like this email. Oh. That, Do you want me to read this? Yeah, you had. Uh, yeah, you said you had a surprise for me, but I was going <laughs> to like it because it's yet another one of these messages, yeah. and I have got thousands.
1: Yeah, we've we, we've gotten too many emails to to respond to all of them at the Dobby the scapegoat um, email address, which we both have access to, and we're always sorting through them and trying to find ones to share on the podcast. But this one um, really struck a chord with me, and I'm going to read it for Davi now. Hi, Davi and gang. I'm gang. (laughs) (laughs) This may be all over the place as I'm doing this on my phone and trying to get all my thoughts out without proofreading um, smiley face or separating paragraphs. Uh, It goes on to say, I'm a right-leaning woman. As you can imagine, when you were on the radio, I'd side with all of your views. I I would find myself highly annoyed that the show seemed to be too political and, uh, and chat and instead of an escape from all the mainstream news. I often found myself disliking you for the toxicity or the division. I was so focused on you and no one else on the show. I'm so sorry. It wasn't until I started listening to your podcast while still listening to the radio station that I realized it wasn't you. Hmm. Um, you were on, You were the only genuine person on there While your beliefs aren't always the same as mine, your stance has always been the same, even before 2020. I appreciate and respect that. It seems that uh, once 2020 happened, two of the radio members decided to jump on the virtuous bandwagon, but you had always been on the wagon. I think back to what it was that bothered me about you, and now see you were captive in a toxic environment. Maybe you were in a constant state of anxiety to make sure you don't say the wrong thing. When people are in that situation and can't be their true selves, it could be portrayed as something else to the listener. Listening to you now versus when you were on the show is mind blowing to me. It's like it's two different people. I've always found you hilarious. You being able to be yourself is fantastic. I could hear it in your voice that you are in your comfort zone and safe space. You sound happy and it's really a joy to hear. The radio without you on it has changed drastically. is on another level of talking very openly about women in a way that you always tried to shut down <laughs> as best you can. <laughs> is put on a pedestal, not genuinely, from the way I perceive it. Now that poor Cairo is gone, I've always hated how he was treated on the air and you were the only one who seemed to be on his side. Tommy has turned into the main punching bag. Mm. I hate to hear them constantly give him crap. I don't know your relationship with K, but I get a sense that she's just stuck. Anyways, I say all this to say I am sorry. You are absolutely not the the toxic one on the show. You are the most real. I'm so happy I decided to listen to your podcast. I hear a Davi that is able to be free and happy. Keep standing up for what you believe without fear. Keep being you. I pray and wish nothing but the best for you and your future. I look forward to seeing you continue to bloom. Your new fan, Emily.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Emily and
1: everyone else
0: that has sent me a DM or an email that is like that. And there are plenty of other people in my folder going, what's your email, I would like to send you an apology. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of those. That's overwhelming, and I know that a lot of that is because of the little Kremlins. I know a lot of that is because of our fan base that has kept our name out there when someone tried to make me think Mm -hmm. I didn't exist. So I'm very grateful for the fan base, and I'm grateful for them keeping our name alive and us enthusiastic about the product. And getting emails like that makes me know that we're doing something really special here and that I am telling the story in a pleasing and, way that is beneficial
1: for all of us. And and you now have a space to become more of your authentic self, which is something that they always talked about on the air. And,
0: I think it's like that for a lot of creative spaces that are also in a corporate Yes. Atmosphere mm-hmm. is they hire you for your unique voice, oh, yeah. and then they try to yeah, same thing. Then they try to squeeze it. out. I'm at, sure the same thing happens with it.
1: with artists when they get signed to a major label. Oh, they're absolutely. like, "We love what you do, but do something a little bit more like this person, but still be you." It's 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 a bunch of it's a load of crap.
0: They're like, "Let's catch them like yeah. a little f- unique firefly," but we and then let's t- and then let's like put that out. Yeah. like but slowly but surely sure. destroy them. And we're gonna take whatever uniqueness they had and just shift it and mm-hmm. tweak it. And okay, so now We like now your originality, but we don't
1: like too much risk what of, of you being original. So, I've seen be, it happen. Be original, but also kind of be like something we know is gonna is gonna work. In so many, yeah. so
0: many places that that mm-hmm. I'm like, they hire you for your unique voice and then they destroy it. Because
1: the people with the, the people making the decisions, the people at the top, are not creatives. They're just like, well, I want to, I, I want to have what you know, what is successful before yeah. I and mean, that's I, why that's uh, that's I, why mainstream music and, and arts move so slow
0: I truly think that can put your brain in a cruise control mm-hmm. and yeah and you're like okay everybody is gonna be this lazy about it then I will too I won't try hard mm-hmm. and keeping myself involved in so many other endeavors is the only reason i was so good at that job truly like mm. being able to work in film being able to work in comedy and being able to take what i learned at both of those things back doing improv stuff taking that back to work helped me for years like i like how how did i work there for so long yeah. how did i work my way up unless i was other, doing something fantastic you had other outlets i things. had other yeah. outlets that helped me grow because in that space i never felt like it how how do you grow with when everybody around you, you know how they say, like, surround yourself with the people you want to be like, or mm-hmm. you find inspiration in, or something, <laughs> whatever the quote is. But it's like, how do you, enough said, how yeah. do you grow <laughs> if everyone around you thinks they're perfection? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, so I guess this is, yeah, you're right. We're fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. We could, they could do no wrong. Um, but yeah, on top of being so grateful for the little Kremlin's and emails like that is what's keeping me fueled through you know dark times. Mm-hmm. Is I'm I'm grateful that we even have this platform. I'm grateful that we have a supportive team Absolutely. in uh, 1022.
1: I'm thankful for. Um, I want to say that I, I'm sitting here in a in a, in a robe right now because I'm feeling a little bit uh, a little bit icky from the vaccine that I took. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I got a flu shot, and um, you know, I'm getting it's, it's fine, but I do want to say I'm thankful for science and <laughs> creating these advancements in medicine to create a safer environment for me to tour in. Yes, because as a musician and you as a comedian, when we go and we perform, and uh, uh, after the show, we sit there and stand there and talk to everybody. It's handshakes, it's hugs, it's face to face interaction. And, and i've gotten a lot better about touching and you especially <laughs> you, you know your your meet and greets will go on for an hour and a half and and we don't have the luxury of calling out of work and still getting paid if i get sick and miss the gig there's no money if i get sick and that's for and can't multiple go, people and if i get sick and can't go on the tour then that's no money for me and five, six other guys mm-hmm. and canceling on on tons of shows and venues that were counting on me. So the advancements in, in medicine, um, I'm very, very thankful for to, to help protect me and others. Um, I'm also thankful for technology, which I think you kind of brought this up, but it's, it's not always easy to be thankful for technology because it comes with its downsides and I'm speaking in particular about access to the internet <laughs> and the division and manipulation that could happen. Through the internet, but the internet has given you a place to stay connected when you got cut loose from the dinosaur that is radio. And technology gave you hope, gave you a new voice, and and gave you an audience, oh, and true. helped you keep an audience. And so, I've
0: been so hard on it lately.
1: Very thankful. I know you. <laughs> you curse. So you curse technology. Uh, I'm mad at my
0: phone. Why do I stare on, at this thing for hours? That makes me so angry. On the daily, but you
1: know, <laughs> like you got to count your blessings. The fact that you're you know it's it's only preventing you from from, from doing the things that, that are so important to you yeah. um, and for a moment and then you ultimately get to get to connect with people you're right you're and, right and build your audience i needed
0: this i'm grateful i get to continue to reveal the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth and so, so help you god so help yeah. you god mm-hmm. and most of all i'm grateful to continue to be a nuisance to the forces of nature that tried to decompose me
1: Beautiful. Um, That was poetic. (laughs) Thank you. That was really well done.
0: Everybody got to solve this mystery Mm -hmm. of my near murder. When it's all said and done, I'm not dead. No. They didn't get me. Mm -mm. Little Kremlins are still kicking. Hell yeah. Still kicking despite after that decade of loyalty and working holidays and paying my dues like a good radio Mm -hmm. soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, When paying your dues in morning radio is weird shit like go wear a swimsuit at a dog park and cover yourself in peanut butter because your boss thinks it's a genius idea or sharing a twizzler with your boss because your boss thinks it's a genius idea for a bit <laughs> when
1: you say sharing a twizzler let's be clear that it was you put it in your mouth and lady in the tramping lady in tramp yeah lady in the tramp
0: because he thought it was gonna be the next Both ice bucket challenge. Both bit into the challenge. Twizzler
1: until they their lips almost met in the middle. It was very almost. awkward and inappropriate. Did meet. Um, Did, did me. Yeah, it got was in.
0: it was a real fun thing to do as as a newlywed. Like mm-hmm. we had just got married. Anyways, um, I'm realizing in hindsight, like being a good radio. And I was soldier, trying to
1: be a good radio soldier husband were. at the time. I was like, what you know, whatever. Was, was... I'm happy for you. You're 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 on the air. This is. Your um, dream job. You know, this chick has a has a radio like tattooed on her on on her side. Yeah, what you were know? you gonna I, 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 say? <laughs> it's not on her ass. I, it's I, not it, on my the, the, ass it's and a, on my and ribs a, and a microphone and stuff you know like um, like this is you know ever since i met you i knew that this is where you wanted to be in broadcasting and so and i didn't I, know i
0: could put my foot down listen, about I, stuff i wish i would have been you know, more cunty back then mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff and been like uh, absolutely not and
1: i know and, shit gets awkward on, and when and when i'm on the road and playing shows and people you know and, and girls come up to me and do and do things that are kind of out of my control not that they're my my employer or anything yeah. but I, you know, I can't help it if some if some if some girl does something that makes me uncomfortable. Um, I don't I don't hold that against
0: you, know? you. Moral of the story is yes, being a good radio soldier. I realize mm-hmm. now for both of us just meant like being complicit in creepiness and craziness. Yeah. and like not having to be an enabler to that anymore is a win. Mm-hmm. And podcasts giving the little guy a voice that is a win and Mm -hmm. that's something to be very thankful for and I'm really I'm really grateful for all of those things this year because it makes it a little easier to breathe
1: Mm. absolutely my last thing that I'm thankful for is um, I'm thankful for you I'm Mm. thankful for us I'm thankful to have somebody in my life that wants to live the same way as me Um, that um, that somebody that isn't wanting more or comparing us to others, whose happiness comes from performing and, creative, and, and creativity and puts artistry above everything else. Um, the creative experiences that we have together make me fulfilled in a way that nothing else can. And I know that neither of us will stop or outgrow the incessant need to make an absurd idea into a reality, <laughs> to make it into entertainment. Uh, Finishing a creative project, a video, a song, a performance, an album, a podcast. Those are the things that make me feel like life is worth living. Mm -hmm. And having a partner that feels the same is, is priceless. And it's not about being popular. It's not about money or followers or any of that stuff. It's about taking an idea and bringing it to fruition together that is so damn satisfying. And I love that I have somebody to enjoy that with.
0: That's awesome, baby.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Damn. Was that your closer?
0: That was good. You mm. got me for climped. <laughs> 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 that was awesome. Thank you. I love you. That's my closer. I love you, too. I'm grateful for you. Let's wake up slow tomorrow.
1: But no, then also, we got to get out the door because we got to go. drop a lizard yeah. off at
0: daycare and get to Florida.
1: We got things to do tomorrow.
0: We got a new family member. But we ain't going to be up at
1: 4.30, though. That's no, all. not 4.30. Yeah. But, Yeah. Close out.
0: Yep. I love you. Love Thanks you too. for doing this with me. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. To all of our very dear little Kremlins and to our new fan, Emily. Yeah. And <laughs> to Central Percocet on Twitter. Central Percocet. Uh, just Great. gave birth to oh, officially shout out. the Lilless Kremlin. The so pr- we're all a bunch of little Kremlins. A
1: brand new Kremlin. But
0: the brand newest Lil Kremlin,
1: that's amazing.
0: Amelia, Jane.
1: Amelia Jane. Circa 20- Welcome to the world, Lil Kremlin.
0: Welcome to the world, Amelia, and uh, thanks for being a Lil Kremlin. And we're so happy that this this friend group. All these little, this trippin' of Kremlins, mm-hmm. is what we're calling it. Is keeps growing. Yeah. A group of goats is called a trippin'.
1: Is it? Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Like a tr- group of little goats is called a trippin'. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And we have new members, so we love you guys. Thank you so much, and happy Thanksgiving, happy Kremlins.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. The be up twice you will try to- Collective nouns, by the way, are totally arbitrary. They were made up by a bunch of aristocrats in like the 1700s. They're not scientific at all, just people, whatever collective noun you wanna come up with, you could register it, and it will be such. Yeah? Yeah. The so pride like- of lions is not like a bunch of scientists where like, or zoologists were like, you know what the lions are called when they're together is a pride. No, it's just like, a bunch of rich people. I that did, were out. yeah,
0: I don't think a bunch of scientists <laughs> called a a group of butterflies a flutterby. A flutterby, exactly. No. yes, it's they, a, like that was, there a was a bunch of rich, um, beautiful gays around a pool that a, were like, "Look at that flutterby." There,
1: so this is a great <laughs> this is a great idea, but it's also been done before. I think it was on um, what was it named? Uh, James London, the guy that did the Actors actor studio. Mm. Uh, he had a show, and on one of the episodes, he decided that they were going to make up new collective nouns for things. And they came up with things like a a bunch of hipsters is called a vintage. <laughs> That's right, I remember yeah. this. Now. a bunch of nerds is called a control alt delete. You know, like no. A, yeah, it, and we should do that. We should come up with some new collective nouns and, and put them out there. That's... I always think of I always think of a group of hipsters as a vintage because right. of that <laughs> show. Put it I'll in r- the scapegoat I'll brainstorming. Once we're done here, you know what? And anybody's lis- listening, you know, um, send us a tweet with your. Collective noun idea. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. a group of Karens.
1: A group of Karens is called a discount. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love it. On that. Okay. Adios, that everybody. Yep, that was fun. <laughs>